0: With the crazy world we live in today, many of us seek the adventure of the unknown. Join us everyday Aussies from all walks of life, share stories from hunting camps around the world. From tips and techniques, to the emotional rollercoaster ride of fulfilling a lifelong dream. There is a story to be told by all. Welcome to Hunting Camp Down Under.
1: Yeah. sound beautiful, like a star, (laughs) like an angel.
0: Here we are. Um oh jeez, I'm real loud there. Uh we're sitting in luxury. We're sitting in the big show's wagon. <laughs> Fuckers. <laughs> Dickheads. Um, I've got Jacob, Shannon, and Brian back on.
1: He's a superstar this week. It's Jake.
0: It's Jacob, bit. Jacob. What does Sounds it say like you're in, your
1: in trouble. This is Jacob. Exactly. Yeah, so that's your only name. the police and my mother call me Jacob. <laughs> and Maddie when you're in shit, which so. has been all this week. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs>
0: no, nah, we're just um, wrapping up a week of uh, Red Deer Camp, I suppose.
1: or well, sh- Hunting Camp. You've
0: yeah, been going. Another
1: you're... afternoon, another morning to go. For you guys, anyway. Yep. Shannon's going to off. Get serious when you go. Oh. <laughs> go and unlock the gates. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go to the country that you won't let us in now. Yeah.
0: Um, no, we uh, we've had a pretty awesome week. Jake's been out for what three weeks now. Yeah, yep, yeah, three and a bit. Yep. Um, Shannon's been here two weeks. Yep. I've been here best part of a week, and Brian just just rocks on up and just hammers it. So I think you've been here a few days, mate. Mm-hmm. Um, Josh and and Les, who's Jake's old man, they're just out there having coffees. So we just um, thought we'd jump in and get a bit of a recap on what's been happening. Um, got a few coffees. Rain's setting in, so. Could be a good afternoon, so we'll get this one done. Yeah, good afternoon. Um, well, I suppose on the board, it's probably been been. I'll get Jake to jump in here, but this has probably been one of the best ruts I've experienced, as far as not just critters on the ground, but like
1: you know, vocal just, vocalizer, like you know, being I, vocal and numbers. I wouldn't say good. vocal has been out of the ordinary. I just think we've been in the right place, at the right time. yeah you know I mean, in, in a few days, in a, consecutively, yeah, mm, yeah. So, you know, how it goes like. I mean we'll be one spot and then we'll talk to a landowner over the other ridge and he said they'll be going good over there and there's nothing where we are, so yep. we just right spot, right time, just yep. a game of chess and has been a bit like that but it's paid off. It has. <laughs> it's paid it it off.
0: Up. But um yeah, I was lucky enough to, to obviously have Brian come over and Jake was kind cool enough to, to host him for a for a week chasing red deer and um as you probably heard on the other podcast Brian was lucky enough to shoot a good
2: one. So Yeah, I think the saying is um kissed on the dick by a fairy <laughs> just uh, lucky everywhere i go <laughs> no uh it's been amazing just to be able to experience the the roar and red stags and um uh be right in the middle of it with hinds and um, uh it it's been absolutely thrilling like what an experience like uh hunting these new species in a new environment it's just so nice like i get to to piggyback on all your guys' experience like all the hard work that Jake's put in all the years he's put in learning these red deer learning these areas and then you know just um uh really gracious and sharing information and locations and uh uh also like insight into hunting strategies too it's like you've been hunting them your whole life so it's Mm. nice to it's nice to hold on to those coattails and, and uh, arrow a nice stag in the end, but, man, it's just amazing.
1: Yeah, no, it's been a blast, mate. Yeah. It's been a blast. So. Well, Jake kicked us off there a
0: few weeks ago. Um, I'll get you to sort of fill yeah. in the lead up to probably how this season looked, probably just pick it apart a little bit, you know, what your expectations were on that, and then you know probably jump into the story of your stag.
1: Oh, mate, my expectations are always high. you got to, you know what I mean, swing for the fence. you always got to, I think, yep. if you... Go into something half fast, mate, yeah, yeah. You know I mean, you've got to be positive and yeah. keep looking under every rock and behind every tree and down yep. every gully, and it pays off. So, yep. Yep. yeah, I got here probably oh, a week before you guys turned up, and as we generally do, have a good look around and check things out and probably around the 15th of March or so. Yep. And, um, yeah, early was um, I got lucky and um, found a good one, and... Um, yeah, it sort of just happened really, really quick, really yep. fast. Wasn't expecting it, and yeah, yeah, found a was good he, one.
0: Was he roaring at that time? Or he
1: was roaring. So it was a um, new basin we were checking out. Um, I was with a friend of mine, um, uh, Sean. Um, he was he's oh he got crook halfway through the, rot, the rut, the poor bugger. So mm. he's um, missed out. But early in the rut, yeah, we were running around the ridges together and. Um, He's new into bow hunting and hell of a good dude, and and um, we've spent a bit of time together, and um, we were so we were checking out this new country, and um, we found uh, well we didn't find we just yeah first f- up one morning there yeah, was some good roaring right down low in this big basin, and, and uh, when I say good roaring like half a dozen roars for the morning, And yep. um, they were down low and we started right up the top, and they sort of made their way up as you know, that's general? Sometimes a lot of the times, what happens? i will through the night. I mean they'll spend low down on the flats and the bottoms, hanging out with the does, and uh, which would probably be a similar thing to the elk, Brian. Like, and then then through, as soon as morning starts, they just head back up to the ridges. So, yep. which makes hard work if you start down the bottom and you're chasing them uphill. <laughs> like, like, like I'm it, no fitness move. fanatic at all, so I've got to. Yeah, so I play my cards a little different and try to start at the top yep. and wait for them yeah start
3: at hey. the top hey and stay at the top yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> so yeah no it worked out real well so we're up there about half an hour for for daylight and um could hear a couple below us and yeah it was just one one sounded just quite aggressive and he was actually the closer one of the of those three actually going um so we just picked that ridge, that spur, and just sat above him. Wind was beautiful. Like, first up, it was going down, but he was right down the bottom, and then the sun was up, and the wind just started yep. howling back up the hills. Yep. So a good, strong up. wind yep. in our face. And, yeah, he, he made his way up the ridge, and um, it would have been probably 8 or 9 o'clock by the time he got up there. Yeah, right. Yeah, it was quite late. Uh, it was a hell of a hill. I'm glad I didn't have to go down after him. Like <laughs> it's, a, it's probably one of the bigger ridges around here. Like, it's mm-hmm. a bumper. So, yeah, he made his way up, and um, we sort of just positioned ourselves in front of him, hoping for the best, and um, well, we could hear him about 100 metres below us, roughly, and I'm thinking, yep, this is going to work real good. And then sort of nothing for a while, and we're thinking, oh, what's going on? And then we heard a roar sort of behind us to the right, and we're like, oh, he's somehow side-skirted this ridge and snuck past us in the thick stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had to reposition ourselves again, like frigging scoot around because the wind was going uphill and got sort of in front of him again and um, made a couple doe calls and no interest at all, like he just roared back at me and just kept walking away I'm like yeah righto, righto so um, yeah he just kept roaring, wandering away so again positioned ourselves and sort of went, the wind sort of started swirling in this like dragging back right at the top, so must have been wind from the other side coming over and blowing back down so we went to where he already been, so where he travelled through, and um, I've found sometimes where they're not comfortable coming to you, it's because they're unsure, they'll, um, if you can get to where they've been, they know in their head they've been there so it's safe. Yeah, you okay. know what I mean? Yep, so yep. it's good to get to that spot, and we um, positioned ourselves there where he, where he had been, a couple of doe calls, and yeah, he couldn't resist himself. So, and we had no idea at the time what he was, if he was a Double three or a frigging double seven. So we had no idea, but as, yeah, we could see him coming through the timber and he had a lot of timber sticking up the top <laughs> and he ended up being a double seven. So, yep. yeah, front on shot, which, you know what I mean? It's a very, Oof. in our camp anyway, the way our style of hunting seems to, um, that's just how it happens, yep. like close quarters, get in their zone. We don't do, I don't do a lot of roaring. Uh, you know, you're better off that. And if you're roaring over the hills, I believe that you're just giving up your position, yeah so, for sure. and your best chance, I believe on them big smart buggers is just surprise and yep. the least amount of noise as possible. I don't think we've roared this we haven't roared no this it's we? it's it's my last resort, yep. like. And that's, I'll only roar generally just to locate. Yeah, get a response. Get it like long distance stuff, right? righto. Check the temperature of them. Are they, you know, like, aggressive stag? Are they, yep. are they a sookie stag? Like, cause they all got a personality. Mm-hmm. So if you get a real angry, aggressive fellow, yeah, you can go in there frigging guns ablaze blazing, frigging roaring, roaring at him. But it's generally still not something I do. If yep. they're roaring good, like with your one, Brian, he was just roaring continuously, so don't let them know. Like, there's no sense letting them know oh' you little, n- are. Just old little ninja over here. Mm, just freaking poke in the
2: unknown, best chance possible. Like. So a big part of this is like trying to identify uh, like a strategy, like really listening to your instincts on these red deer, knowing them so well, and then depending on how they're answering, where they're located, what they're up to, whether they're moving or staying yep. stationary, that's what you're going to base your game plan on.
1: It is, it is, it is a lot. Um, Being that our country, it's also hard to tell, have they got does, have they not got Mm. does. Um, There's a few calls that you hear amongst the bush that sort of is a giveaway. If you hear them like a... uh, 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 You know, and that's chasing chasing another stag away or Mm. it's you know, running some does. That's a dead Mm -hmm. giveaway. I believe that there's does close by, but it was early in the rut, so I believe that this stag was just travelling. And in that area... Particular, I think it was sort of a transition area from where they grow, grow their antlers out, they rub out, and then they'll transition into because it's a real rough, dry, bony area in that area, and then I believe then they head into that softer country where the does, hang does down. hang out. Yep. So, I just that's what I've thought. Yep. And it's do sort you of,
0: typically think that the the hinds will sort of sit in that area? They won't move too much.
1: Like their the hinds got their areas, they stay there,
0: and the stags come and go
1: from them. Yeah, yeah. They don't, won't move far. Um, the stags will, like, through the rut, push them back up into the scrub. Um, but, yeah, they don't, don't travel far, yeah. mate. Like, where I, where yeah, where the does are, where we're hunting all the time, like, yeah.
2: basically. It's really similar, like, Western game. It's um, when you're scouting for elk, you're scouting for cows. Like, in their summer range uh, is a way different area than it will be during the rut. And yep. that, that transitions to, to different places. So, yeah, yep. I see why that was productive in there. Like knowing where he summers and then where he's transitioning to the rut and yep. then being in that area and catching him and getting in front of him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good work.
1: So, yeah. What no stag. It, it played out awesome. So, yeah. Got into the zone. S- second little, um, setup we had. A couple of doe calls and he couldn't resist himself. Yep. Come, come in front on shot. Yeah, Like 12 meters, like sub 15 meters. hmm I love that shot personally. Yeah, Um, it's done well for us. (laughs) Yeah, it's a it's a great shot. It's super deadly. Mm -hmm. Like it really got nowhere to put it, but it's yeah, 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 yeah. And it's not you know you just look at it, you know, just study your anatomy of an animal, and you know that spine comes really low down through that neck. So yeah, yeah, as long as you're just underneath that spine, um, you've got two big main arteries running down either side as well, like sort of in front. Yeah, and yeah, it's deadly. What did you hit him with? Rad. Yep. Yep. Very good.
2: So. Give me a doe call again, and and does it say different things with different doe calls, or do you use the same call all the time? I don't. I don't. Um, sort of. Yeah, try to sound like
1: a friggin' herd. Like, I just yeah, just a plain old doe call. Nothing too extravagant. Um, I will try to make one louder or softer. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: it it also sounds like when you're calling too less is more like that's i noticed right. that you started calling and then you'd give him a break just to see what he's doing let that interest build up so it's like just like elk, like less is more believe in your setup make a couple of those calls if he's gonna come he's gonna come you don't gotta call out 50 yep. times
1: yeah yep. exactly right
2: okay and make a doe call for me
1: um it might sound weird on the mic but yeah <laughs> <No>, that's good yeah <laughs> so that's probably right sometimes i'll just block hold my nose make it a bit more nasally or a bit more deeper yep. and then um yeah, that's it's you know it's not rocket science. Yeah. Um we play we played with the volume, so it's funny you just say because
0: it was making me think about your stake the other day, Shannon. Like yeah. as he come closer, like we were in super close quarters, like we just I softened it right up like yeah. Just like as if like there was a little hind just yeah. feeding in feeding amongst the you know, the grass, just like made it because so, he's only twenty yards away. Yeah. Like and he's trying to find me and I'm like, if I just
1: let out this big nasally Oh, mate, you know, they can pinpoint Oh, he's just looking. hundreds and... of meters yep. away. Like, yep. they're... And they'll know... too. Not... Like, when we hear a deer roar, it's like, all oh, right, he's, hey, he's, he's somewhere that in that there. football in that field football area. He's over there. Yeah. He's a, there's a stagger on. They just know that friggin' tree you're standing next to. Yeah. If it's... Yep. Like, it's unbelievable. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. I was just... Yeah, it was yeah. funny. Oh, you, when you sent that volume thing, I think
0: we automatically just quieten down as he gets closer. Yeah. You know, sometimes we had to... I know you, when you set up, I mean, you started it just to kind of let me know that you're ready to go. And you kind of, there was a
3: kind of high, high pitch one just to get his attention. And then once we had his attention. I had his attention anyway. He he kind of had me pinned, and I thought, oh. Let's see how this goes. Let's just make a doe call so he thinks, oh, okay, it's just a deer over there.
2: Yeah. That was smart.
3: Yeah. We had a bit of low light too to to help us there. Yeah, sort of blend in. Really good camo. I know with elk
2: too, I like to throw my calls like, uh, behind me I or to that. the left or yeah. to the yep. right yep. it yep. just sounds more natural to them when they're listening it, to and it.
1: also it, it can give the um perception from that deer like he's heard a couple of doe call or two and um he's not showing any interest you know i mean i'll just muffle my you know direct my hand and so and he might mm-hmm. think oh shit i'm missing out on her mm-hmm. she's going like i better hurry you know i better go have a look mm-hmm. so
2: that makes sense yeah because mm-hmm.
0: right. we you know we don't exactly know what's going on so we i guess we're just trying to Im- imitate like we sort of come along we're talking about you know we'll snap a little little st- stick and stuff like that just to sound a little bit more natural because deer make noise so I if make, you just yeah, yeah they don't if you're just sitting there making on. this hind call it's just like he's like what that, yeah that's too they,
1: clean like so yeah i don't know we're just trying to mix it up it worked you know, they make it the yeah a small amount i wouldn't say they're on the set. Oh,
0: you're not going go to smash a tree. Oh, yeah, yeah like, like not chopping trees. one thing that
1: blows my mind in the states. I've only been there once, but watching all the YouTube and all that, like how noisy you guys can be over there. Like, like, but and you can hear it. Like a half a dozen elk cows come through a, a spot, and say, it sounds like a football team going through there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like ours, red deer does are. They are. It's unbelievable. Such a, you know, in 250 kilo animal. Some <laughs> of these Snakes big pretty stags. Pretty. 40 inch antlers wide and long yep. like they can just go through that stuff yep. silent it's yeah like i was literally grabbing like trying it because he was getting so
0: you know this is talking about um shannon's one but we we called stuff in the other day like we we mucked around with some younger animals um it's probably i think it was the first morning out wasn't it yeah, yeah we called yeah. in a couple and you know, overlooked a lot of deer like just you know sort of younger age class deer that you know that we're going to be good in a few years and yeah, we we, yeah, sort we got of just, to experiment. Yeah, we yep. did. It was really cool. Yep. It was like, like super fun. We had one that we didn't know what it was. It ended up being a, uh, a spiker. Yeah, with coronets. Yeah. Um, yep. and he he, yeah, he just like he was just roaring like a full mature deer. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Well, we thought, oh, we're onto something here. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And and uh, Shannon just sort of like just you know the odd boot crunch, just yep. like yeah, a little little, so little, little bit like of a land, a, you know, a little bit I'm of a stick, the stick grass. on the side, just like little like tick. Yeah. Just yep. sounds
1: like this. Oh, that's a bit more natural. Just
0: picking
3: it. At stuff, that's what I was just doing the just getting a little deer. bit in your
1: hand. I, and them younger fellas, obviously, you can it's great to test and play with them, but it's they're not the same as an old deer. No, okay, okay, just, so no I'm gonna the first to admit that. Them but, big fellas, they're big for a reason yeah. like they've evaded many, many ruts and many people chasing them through the bush. Like they're different when um, we talk about old, oh, like they're eight, nine, ten year old that's right, deer, yeah, so them, they've got a lot of time. Yeah, they're four, to that five, age. six year old deer. Um, yeah, they're a sexually mature deer, but they're not, they're not a, a mature deer. deer. Like, yeah. they're not a, you know what I mean? Like, they're that's not a teenager. Pro- they're not a proper. <laughs> no, no.
2: So. I noticed so, how well they're tuned into those sounds, like stalking that stag. I was really quiet moving through there. But even a blade of grass, and not that he was looking for danger, he was probably looking for other stags moving in or hinds moving through. But I tell you, I could hardly make a blade of grass or just brush it, and he would pick up his head and look right in that direction. And I'd have to hold still and freeze, but he would pick up on the smallest of Mm. sounds inside that 60 yards or 60 meters. They're really uh, tuned into their environment. Yeah. There
0: was yeah. a moment there where that happened. He caught you like he was an at attention on you and Jake let out a, a hind call just to break that. I've seen you do that. He was, yeah, save could,
1: me, during your hunt, I couldn't see what was going on, but I could visualize it in my head. I heard body. him make a couple barks. Mm-hmm. So that's an uneasiness. So he may, may have heard something and he's barking at just to basically something. say, show yourself. Like you, I can hear you. I know you're there. Show yourself, like, like, yeah, that's it. And I'd made a couple of doe calls, and it might have put him at ease. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it must have put him it at did. ease. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, no question, it did. So Yeah, because he
0: sort of like, and then next minute another stag roared, and his attention was. That's gone. right. Yeah, he so did. Attention switched, switched straight away. away. Yeah. So and I think, you, yeah, that's just experience time in the time in the field, like watching these animals as much as you do, to know that kind yeah. of like you got to be able to read that. Yeah,
1: and it's just trial and error, like. The amount of years between us all frigging up here running around like, mm. like when we put a lot of hours in, days in, weeks like I put aside five six weeks every year and that's all I yep. do. Like, is just wander around the bush, wandering. Mm. So. Not a bad place to wander around. Oh no, it's a good spot. Pretty good spot. <laughs> pretty good spot. <laughs> what um, um describe him? Describe the big fella. My fella, mm-hmm. um, mate, a heavy, heavy, nice animal. Um, seven points. Um each side. Um he's he's you I know mean, he's a little bit unorthodox, he's not even even, like he's almost two different antlers, like um but yeah, just a beautiful. nice bit of palmation at the top and yeah, beautiful big deer. Yeah, nice big heavy. We were uh, thinking eight eight years old. Eight? I'm thinking, yeah, just going by the teeth, yeah, seven to eight. So yeah. probably eight and I reckon the boys you got you fellas got were around that seven age, somewhere there. Yeah, so oh, it's a yeah, cracking deer. Anyway, it's mm-hmm. on Jake's page. You want to have a look at it? Um, yeah, bloody howler. Yeah, and that was a bit early. So that was you know that, that that's was, that's that's um two weeks yeah early, earlier than normal for myself. Um, but it seems to become a little bit of a pattern for me. I don't yep. know if it's because sure? I'm on your my own. Your last year was big too. Sorry mate, your last year was last away. year was earlier. Yeah, so I think actually it was just a day different. I think one was the twenty fourth, one was the twenty fifth. Yeah, right. So. Mm-hmm. Something like that, yeah. yeah. So,
0: yeah. and then uh, Shannon come and... Yeah, you rekindled. Yeah, and then yeah. Shannon come yeah. up, and the long lost brother mm. come up. So, and then uh, how long did it take you to find? I'll let you describe him and name him, but uh,
3: curly, curly, old oh, curly, curly stag. Uh, There's a reason. We are actually
1: looking for a different stag.
0: Yeah,
3: yeah. So the year before, we'd found this. A nice big 40-inch double six, yeah. Yeah. And I I was fixated on him. We hunted him, what, the last four days I was here pretty hard? Yeah, four or five days. We found him late in the season last
1: year. So, and you had your heart set on him. Had a couple opportunities at him. Yeah.
3: So. And then, yeah, so that was our plan. Get over to our, well, where that fellow was living. Yeah. Sit on our glassing rock and see if he came out. Yeah, so. But before we even got there, I rang the landowner, remember? I
2: rang the
1: landowner to say, look, mate, I'm going to be coming over in the next week, next week, spend a bit of time over there, and he's like, there's another gentleman that hunts this this place as well. There's just the two of us. Um, He's a a rifle hunter that's in the transition of becoming a bow hunter at the moment, and um, he actually said, oh, yeah, um, I won't mention his name, but, yeah, old, old mate got got a good one I'm like oh right um, I'll give him a ring so we're, we're good mates so I give him a ring and um, quiz him how'd you go whereabouts um, and he's um, started telling me where and I'm like oh yeah right so it's in the area where me and Craig were not Craig me and Shannon were where this fella was and I said oh send, send us a couple of photos so he sends a couple of photos through and yeah, I knew straight away it was yeah. him um, yeah so we even asked him are oh, his antlers are a bit elky yeah, yeah. Oh,
3: yeah, yeah, they would. Yep, you would yep. say that.
1: He had a couple good uh, giveaways. Like his brow tines sort of, they dip close together. Yeah. So, and that right brow tine, sorry, his left brow tine was significantly bigger than the right yeah. brow, brow tine. So, bang, that was in the photo. And even then, you just hope that it wasn't that one. So, in your back of your mind, yeah, yeah I mean, it could have been another one similar. Yeah. But he come up the following day. We went up there anyway, went yeah. for a hunt. Found a different stag, but the following day, old mate came up and we ran a tape over that stag, and uh, it was him. Yeah, yeah, as soon as I picked him up in my hands, I knew it was him. Yeah. And he was a beautiful 43-inch, double oh. six, like the 37 inches wide, it's nice big browse-based trays, right through. Yeah, Beautiful gorgeous.
0: stag. So did you find Curly that day you went in, the first day, or did it take a couple of days to find him?
3: Um, We were with Sean, I think, when he...
1: That was the first day we were in there. Yeah. Yeah. So the first time we were in there, um, yeah, we found him that first day. Yeah, right. right. Yeah. Yep. That first day.
3: So how
0: many days did you, you know, as we get into the story, but how many days did you actually go, like, find on him? that stag? Until you, no, but until you actually had your first play on him. Three or f- four? Talk us through that decision-making.
3: Um. Well, we. The first play might have been three days. I think he was. Yeah. And he was. He was up, held up in that corner, and he had his girls making a lot of noise. Yeah. Uh. Like what held you back? Like you know, usually you know just someone
0: position, sees star posi- where he was. Yeah. Like, break it down. Just.
1: Was, you go, mate. Just
0: yeah.
3: Sort of here. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know the land better than I do. So, well,
1: I I think it come down to position. So, um, position. The approach, of the, stag, the wind, mm-hmm. um, what he was doing, and what was in between, you know. What I mean, because this particular valley, and it's not a huge area, but for some reason, this valley this year was hot. It was, it, it. was, it was, it. It was one of the spots to be. It was a friggin' every day we went there, they were just roaring good mm. every time, but not easy
0: country. Like, it's
1: very the wind switches mm-hmm. and folds, it's very and... swirly. It's really a lot of thick scrub country, then nice benches in between it's very like like yeah benches all the way through and it's quite a hike right from the bottom to the top and we're right up the other side so we go all the way down and then all the way back up yeah. Well halfway and then there's a few benches and there, there was probably half a dozen stags roaring in that system yeah yeah, yeah. and then you and got s- that you got that plane too like you, you can't just want to bomb in there that's right you know you don't want to set it up like you, yeah you, know, you had time like you had yeah. two weeks yep. up here yeah. and these big fellas Like them young fellas, you can get away with a lot. Yeah, you can bump them, then bump them. And they generally, they don't know any better and they just... come straight back in. Yeah, but them big fellas, you can only put so much pressure on them before they start to feel uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And they know what's going on and they'll just... No, this is just not right. See you later. So your best bet, sit off them and just wait for that perfect play. So what you think is the perfect play.
0: Hey guys, just want to give a massive shout out to OSA Australia and Zeiss Optics. Um, I've been th- super lucky over the last few months to be running a couple of different pairs of the Zeiss Optics. Um, just recently been giving a pair of the RF range finding in and they 10 10x42. Um, you know, absolute game changer uh, when it comes to, you know, being compact, having, you know, two in one, which is something that, you know, as you know from the podcast, we're always looking for those options to, you know, decrease the amount of size, or decrease the amount of gear that we carry around the bush. Um, you know, and I think the RF, the range finding binos, is one of those options that we we probably all could look into. Um, definitely super super good quality in the glass. You don't lose any you know any quality whatsoever from the range finder. Um, a real standout. So they're definitely worth checking out. Uh, you may or may know that I've obviously been running the 15 by 56 the last couple of years. So a large bino, uh, perfect for sitting on a tripod. Uh, on the side here, you know glassing country picking apart You know, they're my absolute go-to I carry them over a spotting scope You know, I just prefer to look through look through a binocular over a single scope um, it's, it's a personal preference um, And once again, you know Super impressed with that and you know, they're definitely my go-to over the last couple of years. So so guys osaustralia.com.au find your nearest stockist uh, get down check them out touch and feel them, get a look through those those eyes optics uh, you certainly won't be disappointed. Talk us through the perfect play, or oh, the first play, not perfect play. Talk us through the, the first play. The
3: first play, we we climbed up onto him.
1: First play, he was out on that big bench, and he was roaring pretty good. Yeah. And then he sort of poked off into the sort of north. Because you pat He was similar, doing similar things. He like was doing you. a very similar thing. So um, there was this big, oh, probably three football, two football field size bench, which is just. There's always Good. a stag out there. There's always a stag and a mob of does on this friggin' bench. And um, he was on there straight up well oh, the first play anyway. Yeah. So we've, I think it was a morning hunt. It was it a was. morning hunt. um, And he was, yeah, working from this bench right up to the top and then bedding. He was bedding in roughly two different spots. It was yep. a, an, a, more of a northern bedding area on the ridge top and then a bit of a gully back the other way. And I think when the wind changed, that's, we had a a um, northeasterly wind for the sort of the first part of the rut. And then about halfway through, she sort of swapped back. And now it's just changed again back to a wet easterly again. Mm-hmm. So I think that had to, got to do with where he was where yep. Um. So yeah, the first play we had on him, wind was good. We had a Easterly wind, so it was just railing down that hill, and he's going up from that north-eastern corner up into that yeah, nice scrub sort of forest country. Yeah. So and yeah, he just stayed right. in there for a while. Yeah. He's raw He's wrorn he pretty like up. Yeah. Well, we, we wrorn, actually yeah. he was on the bench, so we were going to make a play on the bench on him yeah. on that on that on that bench because we always we always. So have good plays up, yeah. on that bench like we know there's a few good folds in it and we can work our way in there yeah, you can injure yeah. him. so we've got to the edge of the bench so It's probably about a 20 minute hike and a quick you know you're like you're working hard to get there we got to the edge of the bench and he's not in there and there's he's raw. he had a after four or five days listening to him we knew he's raw so he was up on the, up in that scrub and he was just having a roar every roar and good and um so we thought right oh well, let's just poke on up up in there. So we got below him, and the wind was pretty ordinary, really. It was doing the exact opposite of what we were thinking. So, and it was going straight up the hill. So, we've gone sort of 100 meters away from him, and we thought if we just punch it straight up this ridge and get on his elevation, and then hope, well, hope this is what happens, and then, then make our way to him. Yep. So, which, um, which worked really yeah, good. Like, we did. got into 60 meters from him. And then, um, and no does to be seen, which is odd. So obviously there's no doe cycling in that mob and he's off looking for some others. So, so he was on his own and then on another little terrace in there, like there was a few rocks and some real good feed in there. And I think that's where he was going to bed up for the day. And we got up in there and, um, was mob of pigs, that sort of, mob, mob of pigs that they sort of come across the top of us and they sent us. us yeah. and they, they, as soon as they blew out, he just become uneasy and. He poked up off. on the ridge. Oh, he just walked off. Yeah, yeah, he just he didn't storm off, run off. It was just yeah. just an just Wasn't a right. just a quicker walk than normal. <clears throat> quicker walk than normal, and then oh yeah, he just melted into the timber. just yeah, so, they do so well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was what uh three on him. Yeah, three or four.
0: Yeah, yeah, probably four. I reckon. Yeah. So did you go back in that
1: afternoon on it, or did you give him a break that day? After that, no. Nah, that that next, I, we went in looking for him. And we saw him, but we just left we him just alone. Hung, so we just, hung just up watched,
3: yeah yep. so
1: we just sat on our glassing point yep. and just watched him all afternoon till dark. Um, obviously, if he was in a position that we thought, yep, we can make this happen, we would have friggin mate try to make it happen, but where he was is like, no, nah, that's all right, he's happy. Let's just leave him alone, let him get back to his normal rhythm, and um we'll just keep playing them cards until yeah. We Get the right hand basically, that's how, how it went. Yeah, so a couple of days later, you, you've obviously
0: been seeing him, so a couple of those later, you're, you're in the right, better, you know, good spot. Well, he was
3: in another spot, sort of from the rock up in that right hand side of that face. Yep, and there's pretty well a track that's cut to go straight up to him. So we thought, oh, let's have a go. Yeah, we'll get up on him.
0: And that was a similar pat. like you're again a couple of times again. Oh, uh, he, he was, he was just back he was hanging patting.
3: out there. You he, go. Go he might go have right. been there for a, a it I was think like we saw about him up two days there later. Yeah,
1: two days later <clears throat> from that first um, encounter. Encounter. Uh, We've seen him up on the right at the top of the ridge, and he was heading from the left to the right. And that ridge is about probably 300 meters long. Um, well, actually, we didn't see him. Sorry, we could hear a stag on that ridge, just on the backside, mm. and we just right out. We checked every other stag in the valley, and we just knew by his roar that was him. So anyway, there's that bit of a cutting that heads up that hill. So we punched it up there, got right to the edge of that clearing. It sort of rolls down from the top, probably about oh, fifty metres, 170 metres from the top. That clearing comes down. Yeah. So we got, got to that corner, and we're right on the edge of the clearing. There were some does on the top. And they were just rolling down, coming down to bed in what we thought they were going to bed in on our right hand side. So would have worked. He would have come past it probably under fifty. And uh, well, we didn't know he was there at the time. The does are coming down, and next thing he's just come over the ridge. Friggin', he was just in a mood that day. Like he was just roaring, his tongue hanging out. Yeah, friggin', was... well, I'll put a couple of clips up. He's friggin' something special to yeah. watch. And, yeah. So we material. got yeah. where we thought, right, oh, they're going to come down into that saddle. They're going to pass through somewhere between 30 and 50 meters. So Shannon's comfortable shooting at that distance. And we just, well, we sort of got pinned down. Yeah, we couldn't we get couldn't, any closer. We couldn't go anywhere else. So, so was... by the time we got to where we were, does were coming down. It happened real quick. Yeah. And then that wind started to swirl in that pocket. Yeah. And um, I think the only thing that helped us early morning. On that face where they were, so we were on the sun side, and they were know, the the they were still in the shade. So yeah. that that was drawing down, and ours was sort of sucking back. Yep. And um. That was the only thing you thought. Sort of yeah, we were just locked down for probably twenty minutes, half an hour in that spot, and the doe just kept feeding, and he was just running around like a freaking idiot. Like it was cool to watch, yeah. real mm. cool. So, yeah. Pretty yeah. special about a big deer of that size is doing like oh, that thing. Oh, mate, like, to be in the fur. Cause you are generally, yeah, you're not in the presence of such a special animal mm. for that long. Like it's cool to watch them, just to watch the way they act. Like yeah. they just beasts, something else. Like, yeah. <laughs> they got one. Th- like that morning, he just had one thing on his mind. There was that one day when his tongue yeah. was hanging out. Like yeah, he was.
3: Yeah, he was a pro- he was a proper teenager at. Yeah, and that's <laughs> what that lets point. him down. Yeah,
1: like, yeah, it, it that, wasn't
0: oh. That's that moment. Like that's that yeah. in there we talk about you know the 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 chance you got that that's nearly it you know they yep. only do it for mm. a little tiny window you've got that opportunity to be a teenager yeah yeah and that was that was one of one yep. of them mm.
3: yeah exactly right
1: so the wind blew us on that one as well so yeah, it was he, just a matter of time I'm surprised we got away with it as long as we did yeah um but yeah and then instantly like it was like a switch as soon as they smelt us it was no what's that it was they Gone. Half. You know, I think it was probably eight or ten days with him. Yeah. Everything just. They all turned inside out and friggin' just busted out yeah.
3: of there. Yeah. So there was no
1: wandering off on that one.
3: No, no. they were So
0: was that day four or five on him? Yeah, it was probably four. Yeah.
2: We must smell so bad to those oh, animals, oh, man. right? No, like yeah. I mean, you know, we get a whiff of a stag and can kind of smell them, but it must be overpowering when they get a whiff, and it's almost like they can. Uh, they know how close you are by your smell, and they know that, hey, yeah. this is danger. Let's get yeah. out of here. But they trust their nose wholeheartedly. But it, it must be the a whiff of the worst smell to them of danger, oh, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some of us maybe more so than others. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Yeah, I was smelling Jake all week. It's <laughs> bad you know, for me, so. uh, <laughs>
1: Let alone them poor buggers. <laughs> so, but, yeah, yeah, as soon as they go and bust up, that's the... That's the day that we gave him a day off, yeah that's right. yeah, yeah. So we gave him a day off from then.
3: Well, when you say a country. day off,
1: we just sat back. yeah. so we found him again um, that afternoon, we just sat back, and he sort of sort of changed a little bit what he was doing, not a lot, and um, he did that for the next couple of days. Very similar thing, and we thought, "No, we're just going to wait until that right thing, until he gets back into his other
0: pattern." It
3: it gave us a few days to watch him and to try and get a pattern on him. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah, because in country, like it it all sounds simple, like we're we're, like you're getting on to him, but it's in country. You don't really have a second chance. Like you either got the
1: play, or you don't. Yeah. Like it's not like oh we'll see what happens. Like it's like he's got to be in that. And we're fortunate enough. To have time on our side. Yes, I can understand. Also, if you're just going for a weekend, very different right, story. And you got to, you mean you're driving up Friday night after work. You're hunting Saturday, hunting Sunday, and then you got to be driving out Friday night to be back at work on Monday. Sunday night. I can understand where people <clears throat> might push the envelope to yeah. try to make it happen. For sure. And at times, yes, push the envelope. That could make, make it, it happen, happen sometimes. Like, it, it, it can pay off. And um, but we've got time on our side to sit back. And just wait to see what's going to happen. So it's like um,
2: calculated, right? To try to get a high percentage opportunity versus a low percentage opportunity. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. we
1: know at the end of the day, he's he's not going to unless he's pushed out of the area. He's he's going to stay there. You know what I mean? Like unless he's serviced every single day in that area, or another stag's turned up and just whooped his ass. Like he's he's going to he's if he's not pressured, not pushed, and they can hear you. They can see you to an extent, and that's not going to push them too hard. But if they get a good whiff of you, that really upsets them. And, like, and, you know,
0: to throw it out there, you're, the other hunter that hunts that block too, he's shot his. He's out. He's done. He's his out part's gone. done. So, so he just takes I, one. I had here. a yarn
1: to him, and um, he's happy with his stag, and yeah. it was an awesome stag. And, um, but he's not going in there and shooting Yeah, he's not. he's not a numbers man. He's a quality man. So... It's, it's yep. great so he, to have someone a, he, like himself he, yeah, hunting the same block because sometimes when you have a few different people hunting blocks, you get people with different mindsets. you got one someone trying to build quality herd management and you've got someone who's just a friggin' numbers man and they're just r- racking them up. So yep. it's yep. just great having someone hunting the same property with the same mindset be that appreciates the deer as much as myself. Yeah, So it's good having that. It's awesome. No. So he's out of the picture. He's got out of the time. picture. You obviously, you know, you've, you've sort of invested in having time
0: off work and that kind of stuff. Both yep. of you. Um, you come to, you, you give him a break. Uh, I think it was an afternoon. You got onto him again. Now it was a, it was um yeah,
3: it was, it an,
1: was afternoon. an afternoon. It was afternoon yep. hunt. So we, yeah, it we, sat- day, it was a day Ogrety. Yes.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: We. It was. Yeah. You turned up. Yeah. Yeah. eh. So that was a Saturday. No, I remember
0: I had to pick Shannon's lip up.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I
0: was
3: dragging it in there. Yeah, it was terrible.
1: It was very dirty. Mm. Yeah. So that was a Saturday. So we're roughly about six days into it. And he's come out of the ridge all by himself from the southern end of this high ridge. And um, he's doing what he's been doing, what he used to be doing. You could just tell Roddo what he was doing. He'd come out on that Back ridge original and he plan. was punching mm. along that face and I said to Shannon, Rodo, he's going to do exactly what he did yesterday. Let's move. Yeah. Like. He's going so, to
3: drop down to get down onto that bench.
1: Yep. Yep. So, and it worked to a T. It worked friggin awesome. So, Shannon will take it from here.
3: Yeah. Yeah, we we've got our tracks cut through. We know how long it takes to get down into certain spots so like righto let's do this punch it down that's when you want to say when you hear say tracks cut through a hot tip for everyone do yourself a favour
1: and go to friggin bunnings or a hardware store and get yourself a pair of garden pruning pruning pruning, whether whether, whether it's blackberries or lantana or
0: any of that kind of shit like just having like you know and like because these gullies are full yeah
1: it can save... Well,
0: how, many, how many minutes that would save you oh. on that track?
1: But also, yeah. but not just for cutting trails so you can move around the bush good. When you're in the red zone and you're stalking, like, we've all done it... Well, Hit when I say off. all, us group of fellas, I carry them, they're in my frigging right-hand hip pocket on my pack everywhere I go, and you can just... Instead of pushing through that lantana, you, you got all that got brush just brushing against your pack, brushing against your pants, yeah. against bow your bow. It's not, a nor- it's not a normal noise. Mate, no, we just sneak through and just snip, snip, snip. Like that's—I you know, mean, I don't think I've ever mentioned this on a no, podcast. No. Like it's good. Yeah. we just do it. It's one of the yeah. things we just do. But yeah. until you, you lose them, I don't yeah, i have put mine. on. Um, yeah, and just—it's a great little trick to oh, have in your pocket. Yeah, so, they're always I mean, on my pack. So yeah, yeah, yeah. so.
3: Anyway, trails cut, so we're yeah, yeah. Through. So we're down there. Um, the lay of the land, you're sort of dipping and coming over little, little, rolling little hills to get to where that open little paddock, that two football size field yep. paddock starts, and then well, we could hear him still roaring. Yeah, we um, knew we he coming, was in the trees. So the time was, we
1: got down to the bottom, he was. There's come. probably a 150-metre patch of scrub that he has to come through, a pretty savage, friggin' yep. steep pinch coming down.
3: Yeah. And we knew, Roddo, he is doing what we... What we thought. ...were mm-hmm. hoping. So we made a beeline line to the edge of the clearing, and then Jake's like, oh, "All right, righto. That's the rock he comes out to, or the, the tree rock. There's one little spur. like yeah. You can see the bit of a cut down a hill, and that's obviously that's the
1: pad come. that they take and he comes out on that same no. or the deer. When they come down from the top there's just two corners they, they come down to and it's either the far southern end or the far northern end and they just every time come mm-hmm. out on that Very point. consistent. Yep. yeah.
3: So we walked around sort of the tree line you would say of this this paddock because you're kind under, of underneath him aren't you where like yeah, we were, below we were him. you wouldn't you, see yeah, us yeah you're using the lay of the, light, yeah, the, the, like
0: layer the land to, to be out of sight yeah yep.
1: well there yep. was a the time when we were out in the open but I knew that he's in the thick shit mm-hmm. so he can't see us so we had to get to this rock before he come out otherwise we're out in the open yeah, and we we're bugging all over so it was yeah it was go go set, it was fourth gear across the flat yeah
3: so which is like 10, 10 or 15 metres a stride for you and 20, for you. Twenty strides <laughs> for me to try and no. keep up, but yeah, we got to the rock. We we probably should have, like in hindsight, we should have made a wider berth. It would have could have helped us in the play well, I after.
1: Was, I was on that path, and I noticed you were. I said, "We got to get to that rock," and you yeah almost I was just cut the straight. corner. I'm like, "That was Shannon," because the wind's coming straight down yeah. the hill. So Shannon was going to cut that spur, and I said, "Look, we're going to go lower than that spur because he's going to come down that spur. If, if he gets past us." He's, he's gonna hit him. our scent, mm. so let's take a little bit of a wider berth. So if he gets past us, we've still got a shot opportunity. Mm-hmm. Instead of just cutting straight across, boom, he's gonna hit our scent and just turn inside out again. Mm-hmm. So that's the last thing we want to do because he's two two days before we've he's winded us. Yeah, he knows what we smell like, and we last thing we want is him to get another friggin' nose. Because then you are potentially blowing him into one that's another. That's right. Probably. So yeah. that's that's the sort of zone you don't want when you put. it it's like
3: two or three good smells. Mm. And, obviously and you yeah. Yeah. But in saying that, if we had a, went a big, big wide berth, we would have missed him. That's right. Exactly. So, like, your part. So, we split it 50. Catch one Yeah. Turf, yeah. It was, yeah. So, we got to the rock, and then Jake goes, "Right, I start ranging some trees. Well, you, you've knocked up straight yeah, away. Yeah, so I've knocked up. It's just a habit I have. He goes, I start ranging trees. And as I'm pulling my rangefinder out, I can hear him. He's he just, hit the edge of the trees. He's out. You can hear him hill. just... Mm reason like oh shit he's here yeah Yeah, you range stuff for me so I I've got the release out on the string ready to go and I I can see him and he's coming down through the long grass Jake's calling out right over that trees 26 he'll be at 22 23 something like that no worries I'm at full draw he pulls out right in front of me Jake gives him a bit of a call he stops and looks at me my my head my height I can't see I can just see his his neck and his head back I can't line. see his, I can only just see the top of his back line mm-hmm. and um, I'm thinking oh shit you know long grass is this going to affect me and then it got the better of me I let it rip and I shot straight over his back because yeah. I think subconsciously you're holding high to get out of the grass mate yeah yeah,
0: yeah. And, yeah. exactly because right. Jake, Jake's you know if anyone doesn't know Jake's very tall Yes, and you know Jake's probably got a. He Jake, gets a better angle. Got a good angle on him, and yeah. you know, that's how, me and Shannon have been. He's got a right? Yeah. Oh <laughs> well, no, Brian! Brian couldn't see over the clover, but.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I can hide behind a blade of grass. You, you can. Little. You do well, little
3: ninja. But, um, um, yeah, so I shot at him. He, he was he actually jumped the string a bit too. Which. he dropped as well he dropped as well yeah righto. Mm-hmm.
1: yeah cuz as soon as i've doe called cool. again he was they high just, alert. bang he he was honest he looked at that rock and he's walked past that rock a thousand times in his life and he knows rocks don't make that sound yeah. Yeah. so <laughs> yeah. he just knew what the hell's that it's like walking into your house like if you walk around right. the house all day you know where things are if you walk through your house and all of a sudden that lamp is in a different spot you know like subconsciously out of your peripheral vision what's ro- going right, right there in. like yeah. you know what i mean Yep. so they they pick up on them things they're, yeah they're smarter than what people give them credit for yeah, bloody hell, they're not yeah. just a dumb animal no like. good instincts yeah, yeah. and yeah. they trust them too they don't oh, second yeah. guess them if yeah. they think
2: yeah. something's wrong they're out of there yeah. Yeah. you know and, well, that's what but but isn't that that uh wild on your shot like you start to learn the ter- trajectory of your arrow and it's actually like once you start to figure out you know, that it can go over the grass or that you don't need to see the whole body and it didn't pan out on this one. Yeah. But a lot of times you can bury that pin in the grass where it needs to be, where his vitals are, execute and that arrow will go yeah, over the grass and in. sink right into yeah. the spot. And using that topography or these ridge lines or the grass to help conceal where you're at and conceal your draw is huge to bow mm. hunting. So, oh, yeah. uh, you know, like the, in theory, you guys were spot on. It yeah. just didn't hit its mark, whether he dropped or arrow went higher, whatever happened. Yeah. yeah. So Shannon's genetics let him down there. Yeah. Why <laughs> so not? Uh, yeah. My, 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 I'm
3: vertically challenged. <laughs> I'm just average. We just... Yeah, we're normal Sasquatch. height. Yes. <laughs> old Bigfoot over here. So.
1: And so, another, right. another probably tip we learned out of it is um, as soon as we got back,
3: like, because we spoke, me and Shannon spoke well, through it, it. Yeah. It hasn't ended yet. Yeah. Like, so I've taken the shot, he's run out, and he's he's stopped to turn back to go, oh, what the hell happened there? And he's sort of he's given us a bark, like Jake said earlier, show yourself, you know, come out, and let's have not a go. Right, like Yeah. And um he stood there and he started raking the ground, picking grass up, throwing it around, he had the shits, he had a bit of a roar, and then he was coming under us. And he cut our scent where i Sort of shortcutted yep. Jake's plan, and that's when he he pissed off. Then he's like, "Nah, not yep. doing this," and he took off back up into the timber. Um, and so then, yeah, then then it was like, "Fuck, fuck!" I think I've pushed him off. And could this have been? That's it. That's it. Like you know, having a shot. Like, because generally on a
1: hunt, you get this is generally what happens. Yeah. All right, in some circumstances not, you'll get. One great opportunity, and it's up to you, especially these, yeah, these age aged like the well, it just doesn't matter in general. Like, probably, in a yeah, hunt, yeah, like you're probably right, Yeah, Going to shoot a you know, eating a fellow doe for meat or a hog, you like get one, that one get good that hog, one good. or you mean know, you get that one great opportunity to happen. And if you make it happen or not, is sometimes the difference between they're all a great trip, they're always an awesome, great hunt trip, but it's all the that, that little gold pot at the, the end that you get a, yeah. or you're sometimes going home without that little bucket you're, of gold. You're right. so
2: right. Mm. Jake. Like you do, you, 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 don't get endless opportunities no matter how good the hunting is no. like on a whole hunting trip. Yeah. You're lucky if you just get one great opportunity and part of being Uh, or like trying to get better at this bow hunting game is really trying to be to capitalize on those Mm -hmm. opportunities and really trying to be clutch when you have those moments but it it's not a hundred percent it's something that we all work on to to have that those moments you know but it it doesn't always plan out and sometimes you miss and the only thing you can do is pick yourself back up try to get after him again
1: and work out why you missed and how and yes which is exactly what we did since yeah. as we come honest home, like, yeah.
2: reflection is such a huge part of improvement. yeah
1: yeah so i've said to shannon i said look i don't know if you've ever done it but grab yourself a 3d target throw it in the grass sure. throw it in a patch of lantana and see what you can get away with like if you don't want to see what you can get away with on an animal just test your gear You know, just test, 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 and that's all I do. You're huge, off. Yeah, no, just and then you know your limits. You know your gears limits, so you know at the time, can I make it happen? Can I not? So Mm -hmm. yeah, so which is what you did. Yeah,
3: the next two days, I've got, I've got the block out there in the grass, and
1: yeah, and you and you were you surprised of how much grass you can get through? Oh yeah,
3: yeah, like there was. I'm not saying three 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 meters of grass. It's for this reason, but yeah. 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 There was yep. three meters of grass I was getting through accurately with really no penetration difference into the target. That's it. From being yeah. out in the open, yeah. so. Very little deflection. That yeah, nothing. Off. It was, yeah, yeah they're little lawnmowers. Yeah. They're so you, went, you went
0: back in. No, we, we went hunting the next morning. We went to a different spot and had played around with the younger fellas. Yeah, yeah that's right. You went, I think you went in there that afternoon to try to look for him. Because dad turned up. Yeah. Yeah. So I went, I went with Les. You went.
3: Yeah, that's right.
0: I went with Les, and you guys you went back You and I went up there, and he
1: didn't show. Yeah, that's right. We didn't see him. Yeah. Yeah. And then that's when, yeah. when Shannon started to cry. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, we, <laughs> As you would. I can't blame him. <laughs> yeah. yeah, But, yeah. look, like we we're, had a little, teary we're had <laughs> a little <laughs> tear. We're very clear. I was quiet and soaking. I was and, on the inside. Yeah, I mean, we're very comforting around here, though. You get plenty of support. For, oh, a whole
1: week, a whole week we knew this stag. Like, we knew what he did. Where he warded, where he was feeding, where he was chasing the girls, like you really built that that story with him. I I had
3: absolutely no interest in any other deer. That's from the first time we saw him. I was like, "Yep, that's the only deer I want to shoot. I don't give a shit about any other deer we come across." Yeah.
0: Um, Yeah, I mean, even when you know we went out and you know we'll get to my story later, but. Yeah. You know, that morning was like, you know, you, you're right. Yeah, up. Like, there was no question, like it was more or less you were carrying your bow just yep. in case Pig yep. walked out. Yep. Like that was more or less what yep. happened. Like, I had
3: no interest in anything else. Yep. That was that was my idea.
0: Right Legends, thank you for listening to another episode of the Hunting Camp Down under podcast. Now I want you to do us a massive favor. Each episode, if you think it's worthy, send it to a mate, maybe a non hunter, and let's get amongst the life and the passion that we as hunters enjoy so much. As always, if you'd like any information from today's show, please don't hesitate to contact us on any of our social media accounts, whether it be on Instagram or Facebook. Be sure to join us next week for another episode and we look forward to sharing another story from Hunting Camp. Hooroo for now.